You are now listening to Out of the Blank. how we do it today we don't we don't start off with the welcome to out of the blank anymore we do a whole new run right into it like a badger in the middle of the road oh yeah because this is out of the blank and not fill in the blank last like 400 of mine have been filling the blanks <laughs> sorry you uh <coughs> like to talk about euthanasia and jediism over all right today on fill in the blank we're not doing fill in the, <laughs> the blank. declaration of euthanasia <coughs> we're not doing fill in the blank we are doing it out of the blank. Mostly talking about the thoughts in the world and what we've come to today. How our brains can conceptualize life into a being of existential realistic expectations. You like that? I like that. I was trying to throw a large amount of words into a small sentence to seem smart. And I think I might have pulled it off. Maybe a little bit superfluous. A bit extra. <laughs> Excusez-moi. Pardon. Dude, so, you know, I've been getting, like, a little bit, like, wondering. I've been wondering about, um, just, you know, foreign languages. Like, is that not, in, like, interesting to, like, learn a little bit about? Like, you ever try just, learning a new language? Like, just I know yesterday, I, I felt a huge gaping hole in my life from not knowing Spanish. Dude, I tried teaching myself Spanish last night. And let me tell you something, I immediately went over to Romanian, and now I know a lot more Romanian than I thought I would. Spanish is just something that seems too popular down here. Like, a lot of people, as a second language, it's going to be Spanish. And it's because it's so fucking useful. Well, we have so many more of Hispanic people than we do with Romanians or anything like that. But being able to speak Romanian, like, on the radio, I go, Obote so, or something like that, on the radio, after I go, hey, because everyone calls, okay, so I had this incident happen. They had this one kid. They have, we have two Christos on our at our hotel. Christo, are they students? Yes, Is that students they're, in, they're Bulgarian students. Well, um, it it was it's difficult um, for people to even get their first name pronunciation correctly. But they're both cousins. One's name is Christo Gimenjev, and the other one is Christo Manolov. Oh. Now, I take the time to learn every student's individual name and learn how to actually pronounce it and say it correctly. And I also take the time to learn their language of saying hello and be able to talk to them in their language a little bit. So they, the reason for that I do that is because I see they're traveling to a whole new country. At least I can do is fucking take the time to learn a couple sayings so I can at least make them kind of comfortable so they're yeah. not sitting there listening to me ramble off. English and trying to keep up. Some of them don't speak good English. And like, why the hell would they? <laughs> and they're like, why do you want to learn? Why do you want to learn? Why why, why you do this? I'm like, you know how much balls it takes for you to come all the way to a place you've never been before, a country you've never been before, and learn a whole new language as well to try and just work your ass off here and make as much money as possible and experience a whole new thing. The least I can do is get my lazy American ass up off the freaking gaming system and take the time <laughs> to, you know, use Google Translate at least. Shit. Learn a few words. Just a few, it's a conversation starter, literally, you know. But they'll call, like, one of them on the radio and for, like, paper towels or something and nobody can get a hold of him because he's like, what? Like no, like, no one understands if it's fully going through to him. And we have a lot of, like, Hispanic housekeepers as well, which is good why we have people that speak a lot of Spanish because they're able to just communicate in Spanish. Then I just hop on the radio and go, Cristo, obate como se te casa. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we'll go. And, he, like, he'll get it. I'm like, bam, there you go, man. You that know? is badass. And then I'll just be randomly sitting down there. I'm like, Jimmy Fach. And the Romanians would go, oh, bine. And I'm like, bine, tu. And then, like, it would just be a whole conversation. And then. Even if it's a little one, that is a conversation, you know? Like. And then, shit. like, some of them, like, I'll go to the Romanians and say hello, though. And then I'll see the Bosnians. I'm like, drovo. And they're like, drovo. And then I'll see the Bulgarians and I'll be like, you know, like, you know, kakvostava. That means what's up. And, like, next thing you know, bam. All of them are, like, looking at me like, wow, this. I, it's weird that I, he's going after and doing all this. I'm like, nah, because you guys 
do experience a whole new situation and a lot of people are not open to you guys coming down here. A lot of people are very closed off and don't care about you guys that much. They just consider you smelly and everything. I'm like that. I'm like, the reason why they're like that is because they're freaking, you know, they're dealing with so much. Like, they, they, they don't, they'll work their ass off just to survive and scrape through every dime they have. I've been, I've seen their houses. I've podcasted in their homes. I've seen how they live. They don't cover up their food. There's 40 open plates from restaurants of their second job yeah. where they take food home because they don't they don't know what to do like they they can't afford or i mean they can but they don't spend money on food to feed themselves and they don't spend money only enough to do laundry every week it's ridiculous man it's i get why like they do that and they go home and then they live well because our dollar is so fucking strong mm-hmm. but um man it's just a whole... I mean, you gotta think about people. What do you like about people? How we all have different thoughts and we are able to communicate and vibe in different ways? Yeah, that's that's just about it. About Everyone is a little bit different. I, Every, everyone's generally the same, but everyone's a little bit different. See, I talk about, like, how much I like people, but I really don't. I honestly don't like everybody in the world, and that's fine. I'm not meant to like everybody in the world. I'm not meant to like most people. Honestly, I hate fucking most people. Yeah. And, that, and everybody's like, then why do you have a podcast where you try and get people's stories? Well, I'd like to come to the conclusion to make my own justification on people, but from what everyone displays out in society is kind of a depressive little bastard. Yeah, it's... It's weird. It's kind of become like a normal thing to like walk around and be like, oh, I fucking hate life. I hate being around. It like so many people sucks. don't give a shit about others and want to just take out their problems on everybody else. It's like, why don't you just take the time to like fucking realize the beauty and you know the shit. Like everyone's out to get their own way in this world. Why why are you gonna try and you know just push your theirs aside just so you can get yours across first? Like. Can't we come to the conclusion together? Yeah. I just saw a fucking article this morning about meth alligators. Jesus. What, what is the that? fuck is a meth alligator? It's alligators on methamphetamines. And you know how it happened? How? You ever heard of sewer gators? Oh, Jesus. That funny little meth? Well, people tried flushing meth down the toilet in a certain state. I'm not going to call out who, but I guess you can probably... Florida. Yeah, and they were trying to dump these little bags of crystal meth down the toilet, and the bad part is they have uh, gators in their sewers, and they're fearing that the gators would eat the meth, and then people would be having up some messed up gators. Has this actually happened, or people There's been a case in July... July 13th, I think. What does it so do to the gators? Days, two or three days ago. Does it, does it drive them crazy? Do they go violent? What does what it do to them? What? What does it do to the gators? What does meth do to people? I don't fucking... It ain't gonna be good if it's tearing yeah. up a dinosaur. That thing's a dinosaur. That is something that should be extinct and is not, and is armored. It is an armored lizard. What the fuck is it gonna do when it's like what on a bad you, trip? What can't you do when you're not on meth? Like when you're on meth, you the world is yours. The world is your oyster. You're able to be anything you want to be. You know, I I heard a uh, story about a bear that ate like fifteen pounds of cocaine mm-hmm. and like. <laughs> I, it, I know it died. There's a story of a bear that ate 15 pounds of cocaine? Yeah. What do you... Whoa. It was like a drug lord owned a bear and left it in the room with a giant pile of cocaine. Hey, boo What you got in that picnic basket? <laughs> fucking 15 pounds of cocaine. Like, actually. And it fucking died. But it had like an hour of being high on 15 pounds of cocaine as a bear. How did people come to the realization these drugs are so powerful? Like, why are certain drugs linked to certain things? See, it, it it's needs... It's like a soda flavor. People are just, like, dumb and try injecting and, like, imbibing, like, 
different chemicals into their bodies because they're dumb, and then sometimes they, instead of dying, get high, and those chemicals get popular. Like, who's the it's first like evolution. person that decides? You know how coffee was supposedly invented? So coffee is technically a drug. So if you, coffee was supposedly invented out in Bolivia or something. There's a bunch of goats eating coffee beans. And they realized, like, these goats are very energetic after eating this certain bean. And some guy decided to press them and then drink the liquid from it. And next thing you know, bam. Coffee, coffee beans used to be a snack. You used to be able to eat coffee beans. You still can today, but... If you eat a coffee bean, it gives you a little bit of an energy boost. It's like a energy pill or something. Doesn't do much if you already are like have a caffeine addiction, mm. and you know you're so used to caffeine. But yeah, I mean it's just it's just weird to think how there's there's so many good things in the world, and there's so many things that seem like little obstacles or monsters that are out there to savage everything, ransack the land. Yeah, addiction. Addiction is a huge one, and it's a huge, like, people are addicted to gambling, drugs, alcohol, caffeine, food. Like, I think it's weird where, how some drugs can be linked to creativity. I think, see, I know a lot of that is because it uh, forces your brain to think in a different, like, pattern than it normally does. So it, like, opens you to a new, whole entire inspiring way of thinking like drugs that affect your uh like strength and speed and all that like a lot with cocaine and your alertness can um deplete your actual like hormone like storage of that like certain actual type of natural occurring chemical in your body so like atp like can be used like your adrenaline all those glands can be used when you're experiencing pcp or something that gets extra strength and those types of things but then you can literally burn them out to the point where they won't even work normally or they're so messed up they're working when they shouldn't be working caffeine can do that when it comes to your brain um wanting to go to sleep and release a certain chemical like serotonin to go to bed and relax and next thing you know you're taking a caffeine thing to suppress that next thing you know your brain doesn't know when to activate it again so that's how it creates insomnia like that's crazy too our body adapts to different things that are seen as bad but why do we have a set schedule on what is good like this works so this should work for everybody like that's not true some people can drink a caffeine drink like myself and go right to bed yeah i'm drinking a coffee right now and i guarantee you if i put my head on a pillow right now i could still pass out i've definitely built up a resistance to caffeine um it does jack shit anymore past like the 10 minutes after i like drink an energy drink or whatever then there's people that are so sensitive to it like they drink one and they start shaking like i can't handle caffeine man if i drank one of those red bulls whew, i would uh be up for four days i'm like i drink one of that red bulls and then two minutes later i can fall asleep and sleep for like three weeks bro yeah because i've been building up a resistance since i was like a baby you know like always been drinking soda like, We've been affected from a lot of things. I think there's a lot of stimulants from when we were babies, dude. It seems like once we're put on this earth, we're constantly being fed horse, like, just shit. Yeah, like, when, you, when you're, like, five years old, you get, like, a little Coke with every meal you get at McDonald's. Like, dude, is that how they're drugging society by putting stuff in our drinks? Maybe. I get paranoid when I start... See, I start reading into all these government conspiracies and all these (laughs) contraptions, and next thing you know, you start thinking, what's real in this world anymore? Is that... Is that... Is that my... Is my grandma really calling me, or is that Google? It's freaking Amazon Alexa using my grandma's voice. Oh my God, can you imagine that? Dude, that's a Robbie, what's your bank password? Six twelve two one two, Grandma. There's some guy out there with that bank password. He's like, "You fucking asshole!" <laughs> some dude's gonna check that. He happens to also listen to this podcast. You know what the weird thing is? He's on this podcast. It's me. You That's me. my bank number. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I guess we're gonna have to change it. Can't buy any more Seven Eleven taquitos with that. Oh Jesus! But there's those things, man. You get Corey like... has been officially 
He brought them into. He's been officially tainted. Seven Eleven taquitos. He's been tainted with the taquito. Dude, I I got I, I think I, I'm get, I'm I don't can't tell if I'm turning into more of a dad with the type of jokes I crack now, because I see like you know how your dad cracks those dumb jokes at a restaurant table or something. Yeah. Well, I was at like a store and I purchased some clothing and I got like a penny back in change. Or like, do you want your penny? I'm like, actually, I do want that penny, but I'm gonna give it back to you because I want a penny for your thoughts. And then she's like, and she was hot, so I I had to say something. Yeah. But she was like what? And I was like, Penny, for your thoughts. What are you thinking right now? And she goes, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. And I was like, that was a waste of a fucking penny. (laughs) And I walked away. But I'm like, I think my whole thing is I'm trying to, I guess, leave my interpretation onto people in any way possible. Yeah. Like if you just walk away after saying that, it's like a you're like a character. She's going to remember that. Yeah. Like like, fucking guy. It's like this character came up and you wouldn't think about it as character but like yeah this guy came up who would be a character in her mind now like came up and did this weird shit and then left she fucking loved it she smiled i think the whole thing was like i was just she seemed like she was didn't want to be there and i was like hey like my brain was just like just crack a joke get her to smile or get her to look at you like an idiot and the next thing you know bam she's having a better day already you know, you have those things. Like, yeah. I, I went to the store the other day, like the dollar store. Everything's fucking dollars. So I'm getting like $80,000 worth of shit in my cart for like 20 bucks. <laughs> and um, so I'm like, I'm, I'm shopping like a baller, okay? And I have everything <laughs> at the checkout line. And the woman's like, I'll be there in a minute. But hang on. And I'm like, take your time. And she walked up and thinks, she's like, thank you. I'm sorry. I was like, I was not going to ring the bell. I was just going to stand here patiently. It didn't matter if it was 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. I don't care because I have nowhere to be. I have, There's no reason to rush right now. And too many people I w- I've witnessed in a store, a woman going up and being like, ma'am, ma'am, can you get over here? I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Can you get over here? Can you get over? I'm waiting like, for 45 seconds. Yeah, I just saw you walk up there. And the woman's like, I just walked away for a second. And she's like, well, it's your job to be behind the counter. I'm like, she also has to stock shelves. She's also 70 years old trying to do a job that she shouldn't be doing. So I'm like, can you not have the patience to that Starbucks Frappuccino that's waiting in your car or that Panera Bread order that you have? There are a few older ladies at the Dollar Tree, and they're all sweethearts. I like them all. It's, it's just crazy because they're like, why are you so like nice? I'm like... I wouldn't say I'm nice. I just know when to be a dick or not. You know what I mean? Like, if you yeah. if you have a side on something, it doesn't matter if I have the same opinion on that. But I'm going to fucking say something against arguing the other side because there is no person... If, if you say, I hate cheese, and I say, I hate cheese, okay? That's it. That's it. Playing devil's advocate is underrated, and not enough people do it. But I don't do it on purpose to be an asshole. I do it because there's nobody fighting the other side of the argument, so how are we going to have a logical conclusion of things if nobody's fighting the other side? It's like winning a war, and the other side has no guns. Yeah, ideas fight on an equal battleground, and it means nothing if your opponent can't fight, you know, or if there isn't an opponent, like... I hate cheese. Yeah, me too, bro. That's it. I hate cheese. Fuck you. I love cheese. Why do you hate cheese? Yeah. That, well, then the conversation goes. It's like being the last kid picked for dodgeball. You don't want to do it, but the kid's got to fucking play. You can't leave little Jimmy on the side just because both of his legs are uh, not working and he's just crawling all over the place. Well, you can. Use the use your face to block <laughs> the ball. No, it's just I I just find it like we have so much time. That we need to look at things more from both sides. How many times you get into an argument and you're not looking at both sides of the argument? Like, I try to always, like, I know everyone fucks up a lot, including me, but, like, I really try my fucking best to hear what the actual point is so I'm not just, like, arguing past dude, people. Dude, I fuck up every day, man. I'm telling you. I, I swear, sometimes I pour the milk in before my cereal and sometimes I pour it in after. And then I just come to the conclusion I felt like changing it up when really I was just doing something dumb and idiotic. You know? Rationalization. That's what that is. There's just... I, I, like, rationalizing is applying... It's It's 
attaching reasons to something you did for no reason. Or with that, or for a different reason, like, yeah, to, I'm switching it up after I already accidentally poured the mill in for, <laughs> milk in first. Not like, oh, fuck, I poured the milk in first. <laughs> I mean, how many times has anybody really taken the time to invest 100% into everything and watch it grow? Like a plant. It's really Not hard many. to think of when you just compare it to, like, women raising children, or you having an idea and watching that sprout, like... What have you done that you've invested a whole bunch of time into and you've seen it grow? And it could be anything from video games to something. Just go out and shoot. I made a comic uh, starting, like, early high school. And it has, like, probably, like, at least 100 chapters. And it's super, like, I think it's super funny. Can I read it? Yeah. I think it's super funny. A lot of my friends collabed, did a lot of stuff for it. Um, you gotta let me collab on this shit. Yeah, dude, it's, anyone can do it. That's, that's the entire conceit. Anyone can make a chapter of this. So wait, it's just one giant comic book with a bunch of different chapters of different adults from people's stories and shit? Yeah, you can make it about anything you fuck, I call it, or we called it New Folder. New Folder, the website is newfoldermanga.weebly.com. Shout out. That's a shout-out, yeah. And anyone can make anything for it. Everything belongs on it. Most of the chapters, for no particular reason, he's not the main character, are about what-the-fuck guy. So what's, <laughs> what's, what's your favorite, I guess, concept in this new folder comic? Um, I guess the conceit of what-the-fuck guy himself. Who's what-the-fuck guy? Uh, he's a guy... Who shit posts as like a, a power. superpower? Yeah, like just going on Reddit and just yeah, like so. Ima- like we're sitting here doing this uh, fucking podcast. You look out the window, laugh, look back, and like you're like, huh? What did what the fuck? I just look out the window and laugh at. And you look out, it's like the Empire State Building outside. How'd that happen? It was funny. <laughs> That's that's the conceit, dude. It highlights it's it's stupidity highlights. No offense, but it's stupidity highlights the aspect of how random things in life are just funny as shit. Yeah, that's 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 a huge part of it, and that's what I like about it. It makes no fucking sense. It's super fun to write. See, I when I like we're we're reaching a point with the podcast, like you know, coming up, like it's growing a little bit, at least community wise, and just watching it grow is a little bit like a tomato plant, like you know what I mean, like tomato plant or like a bonsai tree, like but this time it didn't die, yeah. So it's like it's growing a little bit and it's getting out there, it's getting some small steps, getting put in, you know. It's all about just adding stuff where you can and filling in the fucking blank. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but um, it's like, it's just crazy, because, like, you see that, and it's like, damn, I remember when this was just a fucking thought, and then next yeah. thing you know, it's it's becoming, like, you know, it's it's becoming your, your little girl just growing up, and then now she's starting to wear smaller clothing, and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Don't fucking do that. Where's your I'm mother? gonna do it. God damn it. Damn it, Kara. Remember the day that you just found the perfect stand for your recorder? At a thrift store. It's still got the sticker on it. But see, now we have memories where we can reminisce about the podcast. That wouldn't have <laughs> happened if I wouldn't have got my ass in gear and started pissing off everybody about podcasting. We used to rest this shit on, like, books. Shakespearean books. Yeah. Don't dumb down the podcast, yeah, okay? It... <laughs> we do that enough ourselves. We don't need to... I try and vibe it up a little bit, make it look smart. Yeah, it, it worked. Fucking Will Shakespeare... That's crazy stuff, too, man. The fact that he can write. And, then, like, people were just thought of him as a loon. And next thing you know, he's got this... Literally, he had to, he was translating on one side was, like, his language. And they translated it onto the right, like, the what he was saying. And it was like, whoa. You think, think about a lot about someone writing something and getting something done. You're creating a comic book, dude. I once created a comic book that was like a Captain Underpants style. <laughs> it was called like I forgot what it was. It was like it was like Bullied Kid, and I'm pretty sure it was just 
a way of me getting out of my aggression of being picked on in high school. <laughs> that sounds great. I'd love to read that. Uh, it was like four pages, and it was like a foot comic, <laughs> and the front comic strip was like, this is bullied kid. His life is shit. And then it's like just randomly like, teacher F. And it's like just like literally everything I was experiencing. And I was like, damn. I was like, that's a shitty comic, but, you know, it, it's someone would take that and then probably run with it. I like the fact that there's all these little things that people get really invested into. It's like some stupid thing someone can invest all their time into, like pastafarianism or something. Like, it just highlights the whole idea of what are we following in this world so strictly by where we want to live our life and honor it so deeply that we would die for it and then try and convict others into our way of thinking. <sighs> I also got into an argument with Jehovah's Witnesses today. So <laughs> I just did that for fun. That <laughs> wasn't even recorded. I just walked up and I was like, are you guys Jehovah's Witnesses? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, let's talk. And I sat down and had a conversation with these people and just trying to listen to them, trying to convert me was just making my body ooze with such... I can't say that word because it starts with a C. But it was making me ooze with such fucking spite where I'm like, you guys really try and form people into your way of thinking and making, like, bugging the shit out of them to follow your mind of thinking? Well, once you believe the truth about God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're talking about Russell's teapot, right? And they're like, What's Russell's teapot? I'm like, exactly what you're explaining to me. The fact that I can tell you there is a teapot floating in outer space right now between the earth and the sun, and you would have no way to prove me wrong because of the vast majority of how huge space is and how little we've discovered about it. That's Russell's teapot. And that's why religion is a thing. The fact that you can tell me there's a being that created the universe and that he farts pixie dust or there's an invisible pink unicorn out there in the world and I can't prove you wrong because I haven't I have no evidence. I cannot believe it, but it doesn't mean it's not true. No, dude. I I a, a miracle happened to me, dude. I found my own uh, God proved himself to me. He sh he showed me that he existed through a miracle. What did you see Darth Vader in a Funyun or something? You saw Darth Vader in a potato chip and suddenly you became, realized that God is real. You know, I'll believe God is real when, in fact, I see a triple stuff Oreo. Then, all bets are off. Yeah, we need the triple stuff. That actually might prove God isn't real because he wouldn't create such a monster that would destroy humankind. A triple stuffed you Oreo. You eat one triple stuffed Oreo. It packs more calories than, like, are in gasoline. Do you... <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty sure the whole point of gasoline is to burn calories. <laughs> well, no. See, calories are just, like... A, calories are a uh, measurement of energy. You can convert like joules into calories the amount of calories joules? like 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 electricity joules like that okay. for that measurement of energy like you said joules i immediately thought of not that. not like shiny well, diamonds you said like electric joules into calories i immediately thought of an african child eating gold or eating some type of jewelry because they no, have like, no other food down there like a fucking like, quart of gasoline would have, like, a hundred million, like, calories. <laughs> Good God. If, if only, oh, you're thinking of it as a source of energy. Yeah, if, if only humans That's could. not how calories work. That is how calories work. Calories are... You need calories for energy, but it's not turned into it like that. Like, if I ate a light bulb, it's not a million calories. Yeah, exactly. No, it's a limited if, amount of calories. If only we could just, like... It's a different if only we form can eat of electricity. energy. If it's only... a different <laughs> form of energy. You wouldn't get any calories from energy. It's just a way of charging your brain. The reason why you need calories and we have food restrictions with calories is because 
when your body breaks it down, it is absorbing the nutrients that are in it that it's using for energy. If we could just suck off a fucking electrical socket and get a million <laughs> volts to our body and charge our brains that way, then next thing you know, there's no calories. People, we just have people that are like skinnier than freaking addicts around here running around. Gold. I'm charged up on that 12-volt battery. Absolutely fucking gold. This is going to produce some idiot out there to start freaking either sucking off electrical outlets, <laughs> drinking gas, or freaking eating double A batteries, thinking it works for my controller. <sighs> Just make sure it's unleaded. Just make unleaded sure. gas or unleaded batteries? Both. Pretty sure there's no such thing as leaded bat. Wouldn't that be counteractive? What lead? In there's your no smartness coming to this conclusion. There, yeah, there, there, I think there's... we're just trying to look at everything that the world has created and trying to find out why the hell we have it. Why do we have clothes to keep warm? Okay, then. Why don't we just? Why didn't we keep fur? Yeah, why did that get out of style? It's fucking weird. Like, why, who decided I don't even, to shave I, an animal? I actually can't think of like why that happened. I think little Matumba saw a yak and was like, that yak looks warm. I'm very cold. I'm going to shave off his fur and wear it as a hat. Next thing you know, Matumba started a damn clothing line called Gucci. And now you pay millions of dollars for clothing. <laughs> you know, the, um, the biggest theory of why humans have such, uh, like disastrously large brains compared to, like, every other creature on the planet is, like, because of trying to fuck each other over in, like, social contests. Like, that... They're trying to prove who's the dominant figure. Yeah, like, taking power, betraying people, the brain power going into doing that and all the layers of that. They think that's why we developed such large brains. They, they've, they've, one of the, th like. I think one of the theories is, like, the, 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 the human ape theory, where we've evolved from monkeys because of the fact that, you know, we started developing tools and learning how to hunt in packs and, you know, being able to take down larger creatures. It's our brain's adaptations to evolving when it comes to survival. That's the thing. We we see it in monkeys still. If the in like apes, how they they have the like they have enough mental capacity for basic like political yes. po like political and social um, manipulation and like battle. Are you battle that's not like purely physical. A monkey. Are you comparing a monkey to our beloved orange president? Yes. That is that is it crime against America. <laughs> I think it's the fact that like you adapt to survival. If someone took away the sun right now and we all wouldn't have sunlight, there'd be no way to get like natural sunlight. You need it to survive. Our bodies would adapt and we would be a little bit probably more de deformed, but we would evolve in such a way where we wouldn't need sunlight. Then eventually we probably wouldn't need to use our eyes anymore. It would just work off like sonar and the next thing you know, we'd be like some little night stalker type thing. And if the sun or light did hit our skin, like light bulbs would hurt our skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just that fact that, that brightness would just hurt us. You know what I mean? Like someone sticks out fire, it's like Frankenstein. Like the whole idea, our bodies would adapt to change. We learn to adapt. Like if you think of an obstacle like a rock, that's an obstacle. The river doesn't just stop at the rock it'll flow around it yeah that's us we're flow around our problems i think that problem never truly goes away though and i think that's a lot of the times what's wrong with people is they like to go around their problem and find a way around it if it can't be moved then you have to go around it but if you can find a way to get rid of that problem get rid of it well that's the thing evolution in, in evolution, like, humans <coughs> are, like, humans are, like, fish in the river. And if the rock is too big for the fish to get around, the fish are fucked. They can't get farther down the river. But 
the thing is the fish, when they breed, subtle mutations in the DNA will, like, they, they arise, and if they're useful, they become universal over a long period of time. If, like, a weird mutation makes a fish that can both survive, breed, and pass around the rock because it's small enough, then that uh, mutation stays. That, that mutation will uh, prevail. I think it's crazy how, like, you can but think now, of... Now, now that we've made it so far up the evolutionary chain, most of our problems we don't have to evolve to solve anymore. We just use science to blast it out of the way. We use our freaking tools. We use our brain that we've already developed. We haven't hit a wall yet. So you believe evolution's since... going to stop or the progress has slowed down to a point where it seems like it's stopped because of how far we've taken technology? Yeah, for humans it's definitely slowed down. We used down. it like a, like a cane or a supported brace. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we don't tend to think for ourselves a whole lot anymore where we can just ask a magic eight ball and then ask what Alexa what we should do today basing on the weather. Like the fact that like if we didn't have these type of technologies that told us these types of things, we would go out and just experience it and get caught in whatever shit storms headed our way. Significant change in the human race going forward will probably just be from uh, scientific alterations that we do to ourselves. Scientific alterations. I, I, I don't know, man. Where do you think about bi bioengineering, like it being able to use robotic implants? That would stop evolution, wouldn't it? Well, no. That would be seen as the next step, I think. But if our bodies... Once humans evolve... But if, hold on, hold on. This, if like, it's a natural thing for humans' bodies to evolve in such a way where our bodies don't need implants to evolve, they just evolve in better ways, aren't we stopping that process if we're just cutting to the chase or cutting out the middleman and, and creating engineering a new human? I would argue that anything generated from humans having brains big enough to do this stuff... Sounds like is, a bunch of hoopla. It is a part of that evolution. And see, the thing, it's not natural Darwinian evolution. This is a new type the man of... man-made evolution. Yeah. I don't like that, though. Like, taking... I like, I like see, knowing because... that we came from monkeys because our brains had to evolve in a way to adapt to our situations that we were handled. We needed to learn to build tools to hunt things. Once an ape picked up a rock and realized he could break... A animal's neck with a rock he decided this is an easier way to kill things let's start using tools and bam next thing you know we're crafting spears next thing you know they're standing up next thing you know we're having these bipedal hominids walking around and using spears and hunting in packs and taking down mammoths and next thing you know we're entering a type of evolution that is a natural process and then when you take that away and you just cut to the chase by hey how about we give you a robotic implant in your eyes to make sure your eyes can adapt to see color or be able to see at great distances without needing glasses anymore. You're taking out your whole brain's processes of de-evolving and also evolving to adapt to new situations. If your eyes get weaker, another one of your senses is going to evolve. It's going to increase. Well, that's the thing about science. It's, it's a shortcut. It's definitely like cheating and making ourselves better before evolution. It's like a evolution. second chance. It's because that's the thing. Being smart isn't uh, isn't exactly an evolutionary advantage anymore. Like Albert Einstein wasn't any more like attractive to a female physically than like a bodybuilder. You know, like being smart isn't a like social advantage as much as it would be but if it was a true evolutionary step how did it Keep, like only one person has to be smart enough to make a tool for the rest of humanity to be able to use it how did it go from nerds like being <laughs> kind of like i guess so what would you call it like they'd be kind of like like kind of a what's the word eureka 
What? No, that doesn't make any sense. No, nerds were kind of like picked on and like oh. seen as like dumb and or not dumb, but seen as like geeky and not like attracted, uh, not attracted at all. And then totally switched to society now, where nerds are like hot because nerds are the billion dollar guys driving around in fucking forty million dollar cars and dating supermodels and um, you know wearing nerdy shirts. Well, and they, see, that's the thing. Like, like it seems like. Money for women, money, and money for anyone is the most attractive thing because it ensures safety. It, it ensures safety for you and like any children you might have. But so. before it was all about like based on like the alpha thing, like being the alpha. Well, was yeah, all about. like that. That's still there. It's there's still a sense of like, oh, you're big and strong. You can take care of me because of that. But like. What once you get once you have a certain amount of money, like the what do you act like the actual thought process of like, huh, will he be better for me or like this bodybuilder who makes like eighty thousand a year? Yeah, once I think they figured out that money is going if he keeps up at this pace then he could be set for life and you could be make you could be living comfortably for the rest of your life. Yeah, he might not be attractive, but he's always gonna look kind of the same, um, besides aging. But then you look at a bodybuilder yeah, or some type he of person that's decent. based on their looks, like Pam Anderson. Her body didn't keep up. She's got to do a whole bunch of medical surgeries, and she's not as hot as she used to be. People that aspire off their looks, like it's a short window of opportunity. Models yeah. have a short career because your body's going to get older, and you can do as much as you can to try and stop it and take care of yourself in any way possible. But eventually, you're not going to be that super attractive person you were before. Next thing you know, bam. You know, as that fades, then what's left? If all you fell in love with for the person was their looks, and their looks don't aren't the same anymore because they're at an older age where their body, you know, it's not going to be like that forever. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh... And that's not just with women; that's with men too. Like I can, I I related it to Pam Anderson because that's that's a guy's thing. Like guys back in the day, like she's so hot, I would always date her. Yeah, but as we can tell. No offense to her, it didn't last. You know, it's age happens. It's inevitable. What's better, your looks or safety? It's definitely a um, example of how we are elevating ourselves above the evolutionary cycle. Like once, pretty soon, we're going to be able to like easily make ourselves look however way we want. You know, like I want to know freaking. What's her name? Maybe not, maybe not easily in our lifetimes, but like in a couple generations. Jennifer Aniston has the secrets. Yeah. Her and Brad Pitt have secrets of to aging. Jennifer Aniston has the genetics and also um, money. And Who she would you probably... bang more, Jennifer Aniston or Brad Pitt? I mean, I think that's obvious. I know my answer, but I'm pretty sure we're both thinking. We're probably both thinking the same person, but we don't want to say it, so we're think we're we're just gonna say the other person, Jennifer Aniston. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're both on the same mind track of who the real attractive person is in that scenario. Jennifer Aniston. She is hot. Had her but... nipples out in like each episode of Friends. <laughs> they didn't wear bras. She never back wore then, a bro. fucking bra ever, and it was so awesome. <laughs> My childhood was amazing. It was great. Son, you're watching Friends again? Yeah. Didn't you already finish all the seasons? I'm rewatching. Yep. Why? Well, Dad, if you it's took just the real time, funny. Yeah, it's a really good show. I like yeah. Chandler. Chan- See, that's the best part because you get Jennifer Aniston's nipples and Chandler, who is the funniest. <laughs> what about Joey? Joey is also Joey ties with Chandler. They're they're a great duo. It's crazy how we we look at TV shows now, and then you look at TV shows back then, and like it, there was a lot more time back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot more time spent into making them, and like the actual concept or the I guess idea of the show. Now it's like you just make an explosion or a fart on screen, oh, and everybody movies like, and shows are like abject shit. Now. And now they're just rewashing it and bringing it back, and it's so getting like thrown out, like. Oh my god, you're remaking Mulan? Like, what? People don't care about how good something is. It's just true. It's a point of fact. 
Fifty Shades of Grey. Have you ever read that book? Have you read any of it? No. It is so badly written. The prose is bad. There are wait, wait, wait. grammatical errors in that book. But that highlights the aspect of sometimes we can rewatch something and make it really, really good. But most of the time, it seems like you kind of dumbed it down. You know what I mean? It seems like our brains are, our attention spans are getting so weak to the point where if an explosion doesn't happen to catch our attention every five seconds, then we're not attracted to that. Yeah. And that's why, so, that's why critic scores and audience scores are always so fucking different. Because a critic will hate something because it's so, like, even if it's, like, decent, it'll be, like, samey, like, just doing things that they've already seen before and, like, just not doing it that well. But it can be amazing for an audience that, like, an audience that hasn't seen that stuff done before and whatever they've seen, like, you know, like, they play at different things. That's why people say, like, I'm such a, you know, 90s, I'm such an 80s kid. It's like, I realize why they're saying that is because they realize that the old classics were the best. Like, they don't want to go into the new times because... The new times a great kind of, period. There's a lot about the new times that gets recreated that ain't as good as the first. It's hard to remake lightning twice, you yeah. know. It's hard to catch, you know, it's hard to get that spark twice. You can really sometimes only get it once. And uh, sometimes you do it and you, you get lucky and you get it is better than the first time. But a lot of the times it's it seems like when you rewash something, it, it's not the same. It's not the original. Mm-hmm. How many times you buy a new shirt, it fits, and then you wash it and it don't fit no more. You don't like the comfortability anymore. I, I've re-bought a lot of shirts just for that. Yeah. It sucks. Like, you don't want to wash it because you're afraid it's not going to feel the same. It's not going to be that new shirt smell, new shirt feel. I love this jacket I'm wearing. I wear it a lot. I wear it a fucking bunch. But, like, it has never fit or felt as good as the first, like, few days I had it. Do you wear jackets all the time because you're covering up kind of your body a little bit? That's a li- that's definitely a little bit of it. That's why I wear jackets. See, I think that's why a lot of people wear jackets. Like, it's hot out. Why are you wearing a jacket big? I don't like the way I look. And it's like, but why? Well, first of all, it's not that fucking hot. If it was actually hot in here, I wouldn't be wearing this jacket. It has been a couple times that I've taken it off. I mean, I've suffered from, you know, having body image issues to the point where, like... But it's definitely there. I don't yeah. like my body. And I'm working out now. I My fucking arms hurt because I fucking pumped last night and I went swimming. And I, like... Do you know who you're talking to? Exactly. Like... Because I, I, I was working out for, like, a couple months and then totally fell off. And then, like, I'm picking it back, picking, picnicking it. Picnicking? Yeah. Picnicking it back up Nitpicking it? Nitpicking it up now. And it always feels great, you know? Like, you feel so much better. Back to the grind, yeah. yeah. Definitely back to the grind. Well, I'm part of Team No Days Off, but, you know, I, I've learned to suffer with that where it goes, but... You gotta, I think you gotta get better in small steps and at yeah. the same time, like, you know, I've never worked out, so I don't know. I've never, I've never worked out a day in my life. <laughs> never once touched one of those things. What are they, weights? What's yeah, that? Th- Heavy I objects? have better things to do with my time than moving iron around a sweaty room. With a bunch of other men. <laughs> I love it when you walk in and you're like, it smells like testosterone in here. And it's great. <laughs> Sir, you left your uh, sweat on most of the equipment. Do you Good. want that back, or is that just a sign of hard work? It's hard, man. I mean, if you got the balls and the strength to get up and go towards it and make your life better, then why shouldn't you? You should. That's that's it. That doesn't the have to be part. with the gym, though. That could be with anything. Eating better. That can be with having fun and just incorporating better things in your life. I took a walk on the beach today. Let me tell you something. There's a moment you get when you're around a bunch of people or when you're not around a bunch of people and you're just enjoying the freshness of the world or just everything and you're seeing, like, whether it's the shit side of it or the good side of it and you're realizing, hey, what else would I be doing right now? The reason why we get so stuck comfortable in our own in routines and shit is because we're 
open to we're afraid of what the world's becoming and it's like once you start become being afraid of it it's like you know you need to hop off and you need to experience some shit for yourself you need to have these fun moments you need to have those beach moments with your friends you need to have podcasts at night where you can just relieve stress and just talk and shoot the shit and shoot have the shit fun. is the best the past few days i've been swimming I've been trying to do it pretty intensively and just get, like, the actual full-body workout that it's supposed to be. And I'm, rea- like, I'm realizing how many muscles I wasn't working out when I did it the first time and was just going into the gym. Because, like, I, I now I know what, like, initial, like, muscle burn feels like. Like, like that kind of, like, aching kind of slight twinge. Yeah. I'm feeling that in places where I'm like, oh, that's like an important muscle I can tell already that I just haven't been working out. And just doing a full body workout by swimming in the ocean, I can actually pinpoint that. I realized that when I was doing, like, I do squats a lot, and then next thing you know, I rode a bike, and when I hopped off the bike, my ass hurt. I was like, why the f... Dude, I biked around Ocean Pines. This was like two and a half miles. Yeah. In like 10 minutes. The whole Ocean Pines. I did it in 10 minutes. And I was like, why did I do it so fast? And, like, I, I was telling people, and they're like, you were hauling ass. And I was like, yeah, well, I wasn't hauling ass. I was actually just going at a decent pace. And people at the gym were like, Robbie, it's because you squat, dude. Like, you realize <laughs> when you work out your legs, your legs are a lot stronger. So one little push on a bike for you or one little pedal on a bike for you is going to be, like, halfway down the road. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, I was just trying to enjoy life. Like, you crank in some music and next thing you know you're like do you have a geared bike no i just had a beach cruiser yeah i was just chilling i was just i was just like i, I want to go take a ride real quick next thing i know i got back i was like i left at eight it was eight fifteen. i biked around the whole ocean pines all the way to the <laughs> other side all the way around up by the 7-eleven and back and next thing i know, like damn that was only 10 minutes oh my god i was waiting for a thrift store to open up dude i was like damn well i gotta kill an hour what am i gonna do now but then I found myself I could sit in my room and play video games and next thing an hour goes by like bam. It's such a different t- perception of time's fucked. It's scary. It's man-made. Yeah. How reason. much time is like We've been going for like an hour. It's just I mean it's just talking but it's like that what is time? Is this this thing that we that just happens around us and we just never get it back? You know, I wasted thirty minutes waiting for your ass to get out of work. <laughs> That's time I'm never getting back, yeah. but I don't I'm not worried about it anymore. Like, you know, it's the whole thing, like Time is It's of the essence. It is always of the essence, and yet the more we look into like the true nature of the universe, time it's so weird and like illogical like being humans who experience time but like time might not even be a factor in like the true universe it's you know freaking lies it's, it's so weird it's, you know it's fear it's false evidence appearing real <laughs> man what if you get a geared bike <laughs> you're still on the fucking bike thing you could haul so much ass to your fucking squats every day. Don't they make it difficult, more difficult to pedal? Um, yeah, but that makes it faster. What? Yeah. It's it like, like, that's some horse shit. Like, if you run to get out of the rain, you're going to get just as wet or more wet if you're just walking. I'm like, wait a minute, how does that work? Oh, because you're running into it. Yeah, but if I just slowly walk out of it, then won't I get soaked because I'm staying out in it longer? I don't understand. Well, it's harder, but it's more torque, you know? I, torque's definitely the wrong word. I'm a dumbass who's not even in physics yet. What but is like, torque? It's... I don't even think that's the right thing. You know how, like... <coughs> shit. Jordan. You, you know how, like... You're... There's, like a like, a door. And, like, trying to push the door open from the hinge is hard. But trying to push it open from the handle is easy. So it's like a rock or the river. Yeah. But, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 
Like, you know, like a push door at a thrift store. Pushing it, like, from the middle is harder than pushing it from the very edge. Why the hell did you use the thrift store example? You just said thrift store, that's it. Like, a fucking hour ago. Yeah. But, like, that's the same thing with the geared bike. Like, it moves the um, mechanism inward, so um, you have to do more pedaling, but it can spin faster because of that but then why do we relate time to a watch and also we relate time to a hourglass why does the sand why is was that the primal way of counting time the number of sand falling well that out of that the... wasn't that was just an easy um physical way of doing it you know but it's so cool it's cool as fuck i don't even know how they got the f- I don't know how they measured the first hour for the hourglass. I don't know how that happened. Did they count 60 pieces of sand? No, because I I honestly can't imagine how they did it. I'm sure there's a, like... Logical. I'm sure there's a reason and, like, a historical way that they did it. But I can't think of what they would measure an exact hour by to get an hour. I'm still on the fact that who was the first person to try milk from a cow's tit? An idiot who got a lot of diseases. He had some freaky... Like, Non-pasteurized ass, dirty ass milk. He had some... Fre- Dude, I know someone that does uh, gets his own cow milk and drinks it from the, like, the right from the bucket out of the, from the udder. Like, doesn't... Christ. Get, dude, he says it's amazing. It's like a whole new taste to it. It's different. It's not like processed. Bacteria. <laughs> well, did you think about this? Like, I know, I had someone on my podcast recently that talked about how he slaughters his own animals for food. Like, I'm well, like... that's different. Where do you go? Like, that's I'm, different from milk. I was like, what, do you like raise them and then go to like a butcher? And he's like, no, we just pull them out back. I'm like, oh, what? He's like, yeah, we just got a bunch of like corpses hanging in the back, like just drying them off and, you know, get bacon from it, get all that. Like, it's different when you're able to kill something yourself and eat it. There's a different feeling to it. And plus, you don't, like, have to ever... I mean, yeah, we go grocery shopping, but at the same time, you don't ever have to worry about all the... There's a difference between processed and natural. Well, yeah, because you... If you kill it, and then you make it into everything that you want out of it, and just actually get everything out of the animal, you get, like, for a pig, you got the fucking bacon, you got the ham. Like, you know, it's all... But, like, you know, you get the different parts. You get everything. Everything, use all of the animal, and you decide where it goes, if you want to sell some of its people, or if you just want to keep the whole thing, you want to smoke it, turn it into, like, jerky or something. But, like, when it's you doing it, it's just good. Have you ever been hunting? No. I mean, I've gone, but I haven't killed anything. Mm. I, haven't, I haven't either. I haven't even been hunting. I just got killed while I was hunting. Shit. I was not paying attention. It was my first time. We hadn't shot shit. I think I didn't go early in the morning. I went late at night. And uh, it was like till like 3 in the morning. And next thing you know, we didn't see anything. So we just decided to pack up in the van. And we're driving across this field. And uh, next thing you know, my buddy like opens up the minivan door. And sticks his gun like crouched out. <laughs> and he, he's like in the car. Just he, My one buddy that was driving just parks the car. So there's three of us. And he goes and he's aiming this, I, I think it was an AR-15 to be honest with you, back when they Jesus. were like legal. And he was aiming out the window and it was a raccoon that we saw. But it was like hard because it was night so it just ran off into the darkness and he was like trying to like find it in his scope. He was like, like taking a really long time. I hopped out of the fucking car shotgun style, like out, like with a, yeah. I legit hopped shotgun out of the car, out of the shotgun side, you know, passenger side, with a shotgun. Okay. And I ran right in front of his line of fire. Oh, Jesus. He didn't fire, but, my, like, he literally... The movements I might even just, thinking, like, cause them to fire. Dude, I went fucking ham after this raccoon, dude. I was running with a shotgun after this raccoon, thinking that once I, I got caught up to it, I was going to shoot it. Dude, I guarantee you I wouldn't have even been able to shoot it. Yeah. And the whole fact of I probably would have died by a fucking raccoon. And that came to me halfway through running through this field. I probably ran about 50 yards... And then I stopped and was like, if I caught up to this raccoon, he turned around to chase after me. I'm already out of where the lights are of the minivan. It's a fucking raccoon. You can just 
kick it across the like it field. Would bite me, give me rabies, and then I'll. I mean, if it bites you, then you go get a rabies shot. Hurts like hell, but like you don't get fucking. Rabies. You know what a rabies shot is, right? Yeah, it hurts like hell. No, what you got was the to stop getting rabies. If you if you have to get like animals with rabies bite you, that is a lot hell of a lot harder to fix. Because that rabies is now in your blood. That just keeps you from being so susceptible to getting rabies. Now, if you don't get Shit. if you don't get the pre-shot, there was a kid that didn't get a shot for rabies. He got bit by a rabid dog or something with rabies. Dude, he's had to experience twenty injections of like rabies and shit, like shots. Dude, it's not a it's a fucking painful process. But that's not even what I was worried about. When I got back to the car, my buddy was like, you, you know I almost shot you in the fucking head, right? And I was like, what? He goes, you ran right in front of my AR-15 when I was about to pull the fucking trigger. Did you not hear me scream, you fucking dumbass? I was like, what? This was like when I am 16, so I'm like, I'm sorry, I was just chasing after a raccoon trying to blow its head off. Jesus. I, I just want to experience, like, once you get the feeling of killing something, whether it's a hermit crab, a goldfish, when you get something that's more animalistic or higher up on the food chain, you have a realization of how a gun works. Anybody that thinks that playing Call of Duty, that's how shooting a gun is, shoot a gun for one time, and you'll realize that's not how it is at all, and you'll have a lot more respect for guns. I've been shooting. I haven't been hunting. I don't want to carry a gun. That's not. That's just me because I know how powerful they are now, now that I've shot them. Jesus. So, the whole fact, like, I, I know the strength behind it, and I know that what it takes to pull that trigger. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's easy. All you gotta do is pull it down, you know. And the next if you're thing, dumb you know, and don't care about what you're doing, then yeah, it's easy. Or you're just an un uneducated person playing Call of Duty all day. If you shot a gun and call it easy, you're just dumb. You know? Like, it's not easy. It's all about making justifications and stuff through your own experiences and experiencing it without making a justification. If you can make a justification on something or make a, that's how it is, that's how it obviously, that's how it was shown on TV, so that's how it is. If you're already making a conclusion off that, off of not even experiencing it yet, you're completely wrong. You haven't, you haven't even dived into it. I can't knock any religion unless I've experienced it myself. I haven't experienced a lot of things in religion, but I've experienced different religions, and I can tell you which ones I don't like and which ones I do like. I don't like it being recognized. I do like it being open to all interpretation. But that's not just with religion. That's with anything. I like there being sides to things. I like the fact that not everybody has to agree in this world, and that's fine. I'm not yeah, going to change everybody's thought towards it. That thought that not everybody has to agree is great. I do like that. I'm kind of a little bit educated, but not too much. I'm not going to give myself 100% credit. I did try and, uh, you know, it, the, the machine said it didn't take pennies and I did keep sticking pennies into it. And I was wondering why I wasn't getting any change back, but that took me about 30 minutes into it. I think <laughs> probably $30 worth of pennies. <laughs> you know, we, we all just got to come to con our own little experiences and dumb moments in life. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. We've all got... I. That's such a funny thing. That's such a perfect I was dumb story. <laughs> I can't Dude, think of I anything... Dude, I got a lot of them. I can't think of anything that poignant. Oh... I've gotten into arguments with a point where I've been like, where I've said some shit and I'm like, I fucking won and I got you. Like today with those Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses. That was, hearing that was great. And then I've gotten into conversations where I'm like, well, you fucking got me. I'm wrong. Usually when I'm proven wrong, like, dude, no, this is what happened. And the next thing you know, I get like video of what actually happened. I'm like, oh, well, well played, sir. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as long as you can... I like, tip my hat in say direction. Like, yeah, that's all you need to be fucking good. As long as you're not, like, ignoring, the re like, reality. Like, yeah. You gotta sift through the horse shit. That's what we're ending on. Yeah, that sounds good. Sift through the horse shit. I think this is a pretty good out of the blank, man.
Yeah, man. Get a cut. Get a, another episode of my boy Evan Ewing. Creating, yeah, man. Creating comics, creating laughter for the people. A man of jokes, a man of pride, a man <laughs> of beards, a man of many mysteries and many jacks. Beards and beer. Beards and beer. That can be the episode of this podcast. Beards and beer. Now we don't actually talk about beards and beer. But we. But it involved them. We didn't even talk about beer or beards until this second. But they are inquired in the podcast because of what people are not realizing was we are drinking beer and we have beards. You know, if it's called that, people will realize we're drinking beer. It'll get a hell of a lot more views because people are like, oh, God, they focused on these topics. Uh, Thanks for listening to this episode and, uh, Keep enjoying the podcast, listeners. Fucking Pilsner, bro. <laughs> the Doughboy. Woohoo!